right? I live on my own with my beautiful girlfriend. And it's, it's just tough, right? If I have to work extra or if, if I'm kind of short in funds and I need to go put in some extra work on some of my side hustles, um, you know, I feel like sometimes um, our relationships, our partners, um, you know, they want to spend time with us. They don't see us a lot, so they want to spend time with us. And sometimes we can't spend time with them because we have our goals to pursue. Mm. And as men, um, you know, we got to do what we got to do. So, you know, tell us about that, man. Has I mean, you don't need to get too personal with it, but yeah. tell us a little bit. You know, has it affected some of Oh, the- I'm going to get personal about it. Oh, damn. So <laughs> when I was working in the fields, trying to grow this YouTube, you know, and I was documenting the T-shirt business, how much free time do I got? Not much because I would work from 5 in the morning to about 3 or 4, back-breaking work, and I would still go home, make shirts. On the weekend, make shirts, days, days off, make shirts or edit videos. And here's the thing I want to make clear. When me and my girl got together, I was homeless, but she it wasn't in the entrepreneur life. So all I had was time. Then I started the entrepreneurship. She didn't sign up for that. And she didn't like it, me working so much. She even told me, hey, I want you to have a 9 to 5 schedule so you could spend time with me and the kids. But you know what, entrepreneurs... We're selfish and we're stubborn. Oh, yeah. And I told her, look, I know that's what you want. If you feel like I'm not giving you enough attention with this, I'm only going to get busier. So you do what you got to do. You, I even told her, look, you might have to go find somebody else who's going to make you happy, give you the life you want. There's even times when she's like, hey, if you don't change, I'm going to go live with my mom. You got to do what you got to do. So you guys were both homeless or? How, no, no, or how? I was. I okay. was. Well, technically... We met online at POF. You ever heard of POF? No. Nah. Plenty of fish? <laughs> Let's have plenty of fish in there. And then we, we started dating. Uh, nobody knows this, so I'm going to tell you in your podcast, right? All right. She was the deciding factor whether I was going to be homeless or start a life with her. Because we met online. We started dating. I'm like, I really like her. So you didn't, you didn't even meet her. This was all texting then. We met. We met. Oh, okay. So we chatted. A week later, we went on the first date, second date, third date. By the third day, I was like, I really like her. I'm going to tell her I want to be exclusive, be my girl, and then we'll see where it goes. Like I said, I had no direction, bro. I didn't know what I was doing with life. And But me, I give myself plan Bs, plan Cs. So I was like, if she says yes, I'm going to start a life with her. If she says no, I'm going to go be homeless at the beach. And I asked her, she goes, I just have a lot going on, which was BS looking back at it now. She she told me the truth, but she goes, you know what? I'm going to school. I have a job. I have a two-year-old. I don't know if I'm ready for something serious. And I told her, all right, cool. Peace. Deleted her information off my phone. I went to go sleep at the beach. And a month later, I get a message. Hey, what you doing? I'm, I don't know who it is. It was her. She goes, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, look, this is what I'm doing. I was fully transparent. This is what I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to build something with the YouTube. That's when I had committed already. And she goes, hey, I'm down for the ride. But she didn't know that it was going to take up all my time. And um, then eventually she gave birth. She moved in with me. We got an apartment. And we had issues just like that. And we broke up several times. We've been together seven years since 2015. After the fourth year... She got with the program 100%. I'd be like, babe, I got to go to Texas for two weeks. All right, baby, sounds good. Babe, I got to go to LA today. Today, you know? Yeah. Okay, baby, do what you got to do. Before it was like, what chick you going to go see? You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like, oh, you're spending too much money. Another thing was the finances. We were broke. 
when I was trying to build everything. And I would be like, hey, stay on the budget. She hated that. Because so, I, I would tell her, hey, don't spend no more than $30. And then she would look at me and say, hey, but you spend $100 on shirts. And, of course, our mentality is that's going to make me money. Of course. But her mentality is if you get to spend that much, I should be able to spend that much. And it took a few years, man. One thing I had to show her was the vision. Even when I started making money from YouTube, she wasn't 100%. But once I showed her what I was trying to do and how it made me feel, she was with the program. Dude, that's what's up, bro. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So were you homeless by choice? Did you get kicked yeah. out of your house? or a Choice. So 2015, like I told you, she was a deciding factor. Yeah. She said, no, I got rejected. I was renting a room for my brother, and I told him, look, bro, this is what I'm thinking I want to do. I want to go live at the beach in my car with $200 in my pocket and document it. And see how far I could take it. And, of course, everybody's like, you're crazy. My sister, when I told my sister my plan, she started crying. She's like, why are you going to go pull yourself through that? I'm like, I just have to challenge myself. I've been doing the exact same thing, jumping from job to job to job. It hasn't got me anywhere. Let me try something different. But I kid you not, bro. I was dry. It's a two-hour drive. Every exit, I was like, man, I could take this back home, be comfortable, sleep in a bed. Be not re- rich, but at least have income, pay my bills. I'm like, no, I want something more. So that's when I, I just stuck with it, man. And it worked out at the end. Oh, and I was only homeless for about three months. Well, isn't someone in the comments said, you weren't homeless. You were sleeping in the car. I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. But three months, I saved $1,400. And I got a place. You know where I got a place? Where at? The girl who hit me up, my girl now. She goes, I'm like, hey, I'm looking for an apartment. Let me know if you know anybody. And she goes, I have an extra room. Knocked her up. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he was so broke he couldn't afford a TV. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow, bro. Damn, mm. that's crazy. So I think one thing that you said that was very important that people need to learn is learning how to talk to yourself, not letting your mm. feelings like letting yourself, you know, listen to your feelings. You were feeling like I could go back home. I could go be comfortable. I could go whatever, right? You learned how to speak to yourself. You learned to say, no, I'm not going to go back home. I'm going to go be homeless. I'm going to go try this journey out, and I'm going to do what I have to do to make it to where I want to be. Where did you learn how to speak to yourself? Where did you learn to have that discipline? Because a lot of people, you said three months. Mm -hmm. That's 90 days. People don't realize that, right? That's a long time slipping in your car. I mean, you probably had back issues, right? Um, but, like, what made you, like, where did you learn that? I mean. So, I remember the first time I really pushed myself. If you guys can't tell, I was over, always overweight. That was one of my biggest issues. It's still one of my biggest issues. But I was, I didn't have a lot of motivation. Like I told you in school, no motivation, nothing. And then one day. I saw a brick wall in front of my apartments, and I remember playing with the kids, and they would jump over it. I would have to go all the way around because I can't climb over that, right? Yeah. And I told myself, I'm going to get over that wall today. And I tried to get up. I couldn't pull myself up. I kept trying. I was already huffing and puffing after, like, the third time. And that's when I could have quit. But I'm like, no, I want to see. Can I do this? And I just forced myself up there. Man, I was sweating bullets. But I got up there, and I'm like, if I would have gave up two, three times ago, I wouldn't be on top of fear. 
Now, of course, I'm up there. I don't know how to get down. <laughs> I jumped off, of course. But something so simple like that. But I just had to push myself. And it worked. And I did get on top of there. And that just stuck with me. That was the first time. I know it's, it's, it's as simple as a wall. But, I mean, like I said, I was overweight. I couldn't lift myself up. But I did it. And that just really taught me if I just stick with it and I keep trying to improve, I'll get it eventually. That was the whole thing with the YouTube. I told myself, my videos ain't going nowhere right now, but this is what I want to do. I'm going to stick with this for as long as I need to. I had no deadline. That was my plan A. I had no plan B, no plan C. It's either make this work or be 80 still trying to make it work. I wasn't going to give up on it. And that's what got me through it. Damn, bro. I mean, how old were you when you had to jump that wall, though? Oh, bro, I was I was still in in, in middle school. So you're 13? Something like that. Yeah, but here's the thing. I did it, but I didn't do nothing for the next uh, six years, no, high school and college. But what I'm saying, though, is yeah. you, you learned a lesson at 13 years old that stuck with you mm-hmm. until you were, like, homeless at, what, 21, 22? Well, that mentality stuck with me forever. Okay, so after that, it was just like, yeah. anytime I want to do something, put your mind to it and just listen to yourself. But I just had no guidance. That was the problem. I was getting the motivation little by little, but I had nowhere to use it to. Okay. No guidance. What am I going to do? And that's when I went to college, and I did all right. And that's why I was going to go to school to become a math teacher. But I was lost in the world, man. I had no idea. I wasn't raised with my dad, my mom. And not to get too sad or nothing, all right? But my mom passed away when I was 20. My condolences. Yeah. And I was even more lost. So from 20 to 25, I was just doing nothing, making a little bit of money, working fast food, working here, there, the field, spending it on bills, spending it on myself, just to do it all over again. And at 25, I'm like, I got to do something different. It's either start family or go try something new. I try something new. Wow, bro. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. I mean, like I said, you. I think you... Two two important characteristics that you built over life was um, listening to yourself and then learning how to, um, like, take advantage of the sense of urgency, mm-hmm. right? Because when you take advantage of the sense of urgency and you're able to listen to yourself, you become unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you did. Mm-hmm. You know, you were homeless. You were still hustling. You were doing backbreaking work to build up a business that you really wanted to build up. Mm-hmm. Is there any books, anything that would keep you motivated, or, or was it just a baby? Was it just a fact that you needed to provide for another human being? So, I mean, I read a lot of books, over 20 books, self-help, entrepreneurship. I, I still enjoy reading. I just got a new book yesterday at Walmart. But the baby, man, once my girl was pregnant, it was like, yes, I want to build this business, but I got to grind. So I had, I got two jobs, a factory job in the morning no, the fields in the morning and a factory job at night. And I saved $3,000. That's when we got an apartment. And I just kept working and building my business, T-shirt business, documenting the T-shirt business. So I was super busy, man. And that's what created a lot of relationship issues. But now, my girl, you know, we make it work. I do make time. That's, that's one thing I had to learn, how to make time for her when I could. Like, for example, yesterday... We, she went to her mom. That was her birthday party. Wait, what's today? Today is the 6th. Monday, Sunday. There was a birthday party. And I'm working. 
That's, that was one okay. of those things where, hey, I'm behind work. Let me work. She goes in there. She goes, hey, and I'm right there chilling on my phone. She goes, hey, I thought you had to work. And right there and there, you get to know people after a while. I'm like, she's only telling me that because she wants me to go with her. Yeah. Because I made up an excuse. I'm not going because I got to work. I'm just chilling. What's going on? And that's when I told her, babe, I'm just wrapping up. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to go with you. She goes, nah, I'm forcing you. I'm like, no, baby, I want to go. She was forcing me, bro. She was peer pressured. Oh, yeah. But that's the stuff I've learned, you know. She's going to let me work. But when it gets to a point where she wants attention, I try making it happen. You got to give it to her. Yeah. But she already knows. Monday to Friday, work. It was Sunday. So that's what, that was one where I don't work Sundays. And when did that start? When I was burning. See, I don't do Sundays because of me. Because mm. I burn myself out. Okay. I noticed that if I work seven days a week, by Monday, I'm exhausted. When I need that one day to really recharge myself. Because, I mean, I do content. That takes a lot of creativity. Oh, yeah. You know? And um, Sundays I take off, but I make Sundays our day. We don't even do stuff much most of the time, but I'm just there with her. Nice. Watching movies oh, with yeah. the kids. Even Saturdays. Saturdays, I take a half day. And that's it. I take half day Sundays. Oh, yeah. I try to do six and a half, you know? Yeah. Like, just grind it all out. I mean, and and I think I'm in the position where you were... Where I have a sense of urgency, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not to get too personal, but it's just because I want to just move on to the next level, mm-hmm. right? With my businesses, with my life, and just in general. Um, but with that being said, bro, what are some future plans that you have going on? Like, what's going on now? I know you got the content creation, the, the mm-hmm. YouTube management. Um, and I think you're doing a really great uh, job on that. Just want to uh, say that. Thank you. Um, uh, a lot of props to you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned before, I used to watch you on YouTube a lot, you know. Um, but what are your future plans? What do you, what do you, what do you, you know, maybe some future things you want to get into? What, what, mm-hmm. what do you have for the future? You, so, you mind if I ask something real quick? Go ahead. So I feel like something really important to talk about is the not being stable like mm-hmm. you were, right? So the being scared of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's a lot of people's problems where they don't want to get rid of their their income that they have from their nine to five, right? Of course, I mean, that's something that's, everybody needs that money to pay their bills. And so how did you deal with knowing that you weren't going to have that of, of the, all of the unknown, right? Of course. So something a lot of people don't know, you're about to find out. When I was homeless, with my journey documenting it, that was the second time I was homeless. Oh. The first time was when my mom passed away. Me and my siblings, we had a lot of issues. And it got to a point where I got kicked out. You know how I told you I was renting a room? Yeah. For my brother. It's because when my mom passed away, I was over 18. We lived in low-income apartments. If you're over 18, you're considered an adult, charges more rent. So I wasn't on the lease. Only my little brother was. When my mom passed away, he was the sole person on the lease. I couldn't stay there anymore. Um, I love my brother. We all go through our, our difficulties. He had a... Uh, uh, he was an alcoholic. So we could come home drunk and all that. I'm not like that. It created a lot of issues. The cops were involved. And I decided just to leave. And I was working at Taco Bell at that time. And I went, because I had to work the next morning. I went to go sleep in the Taco Bell parking lot. And that was one of the lowest moments I've had because I had no money saved. I had nowhere to stay. And I had nobody to help me out because me and my siblings, we had beef. And I was just looking at myself like, why isn't nobody helping me? Why can't I go to somebody? Why am I, why am I going through this? 
And then it just like a light switch and a hard moment. I put myself in this situation. I should have had money saved. I should have had my own place. And I told myself right then and there, I'm never going to depend on anybody ever again. But the question was, how do I dig myself out of this? So I worked, double shift, and at the end of the year, I had $10,000 saved up. And it was good. But then eventually me and my family, we're good. We're perfect now. That was back when I was 20. I'm 32 now. You know, but I learned a very valuable lesson right there that my mom actually told me is as long as you have a job, you'll be all right. So I've I've lost everything before. I And moving forward, I lost everything several times. I just knew I got to hustle. So it wasn't unknown to me anymore. I already knew what I had to do. Just grind. That was it. Makes sense, man. Makes sense. Um, so, like I said, man, uh, you know, I think AZ asked a really good question. Um, uh, with that, so the answer to anybody out there listening yeah. is like, hey, I'm scared, this and that. You really got to put yourself out there. Push yourself to your limits. It's one of those sink or swim moments where are you going to sink or are you going to swim? Only one way to find out. And even if you sink the first time, at least now you know what to expect for the next time. Like, I could lose everything today. I already know what I have to do to get back on my feet. And that's work. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go start filling applications, work as many hours, pay my bills, save some money. And as I'm saving money, I'm investing into the next business. Because oh, yeah. I've done it three or four times already. So for me, it's not unknown. But for people who it's the first time, just push yourself out there. Push yourself out there where your back is against the wall, and that's where you really figure out who you are. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. So future plans, bro, tell us. Future what? plans is just growing this management. This is my million-dollar idea, my nice. business. And I want to grow it, document it. and But, of course, I can't get rid of the itch of starting new businesses. But I, I've learned the hard way that I need to focus so that's why I took a step back from my main channel. I have no other hustles. Social media management, that's it. I want to grow it to where it's running by itself, and then I'm going to start something different. Nice, bro. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. You know, best of luck. Um, so this is the end of the podcast. That's it. That's it, bro. Man, that went by quick. You think so? Oh, yeah. <laughs> With that being said, guys, this is your boy MP. Stay dedicated. Stay motivated. All money in, no money out. Reyes, do you have any last words? Like I said, push yourself. Push yourself. Yep. yep. See, see what type of person you are. Okay, man. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for coming on, bro. It's much appreciated. Like I said, I'm a fan of yours. I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate your time. You know, and, and actually traveling down here from Fresno. So thank you very much, bro. I appreciate it, man. Mm -hmm.